0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Hey. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> it's me again, Pip Rasmussen, on the Hookup podcast. Once again, I'm alone because my other pod half, Dee Salmon, is still a little bit under the weather and she's passed on a little voice memo so you don't forget about her and how much she loves you. Hello. So turns out that COVID got me pretty good. Um, I'm still recovering. It's been, it's been a time, but, um, yeah, I'm really sad to not be doing the hookup this week, but I know that's Pip, I know you're going to really enjoy this episode. Sad that I'm not there with you, but, um, have the best time and I will, um, hopefully get better soon and see you all next week. I'm going to be honest with you. I only just asked her to send me a voice memo. So I have no idea what she said. So um, if she said some nice things about me, thank you so much. Right back at you. Anyway, let's get right into this episode. We are answering the question once and for all, does size matter? Now look, I don't know if you've noticed, but lately, it feels like there's been a huge increase in the amount of full frontal nudity on screen. And specifically, I'm talking about dicks. They've been making their way into film and TV in a big way over the last six months to a year, with the Sex and the City reboot and just like that. White Lotus, Pam and Tommy, Minx on Stan, and Euphoria, just to name a few. And while it's kind of great to see a lot more on screen, as it feels like it's normalising something that doesn't necessarily have to be taboo, but at the same time, in this kind of pop culture realm, we're still seeing not much representation. And with the shows that I just mentioned before, the penises shown are predominantly what would be classed as large, like way bigger than average we got a DM from a hookup listener about this. They said seeing all these big dicks on screen made them feel a bit self-conscious about their size. So we thought it's time to chat size. Doesn't matter. In this app, we're just going to straight up write a love letter to all the penis owners who don't love their smaller schlong. And we're going to break down the stigma. Bigger isn't necessarily better. And if you're feeling anxious about your size, we're going to give you some advice on how to work through it. Now, of course, we wanted to gauge how hookup listeners measure up when it comes to size anxiety, so we put up a poll on our Insta, and over 1,200 people voted, with 35% of you feeling a bit insecure about your size. And of that 35%, or 422 people, 26% of you said seeing big dicks on screen made you feel worse. So yeah, a lot of you have that niggling anxiety in the back of your brain that keeps you feeling inadequate, and someone who can relate is Stephen. Stephen. It's something that he's been working through his whole life and the anxiety started at a really young age.
0: I started to feel self-conscious when I was about 11 years old, 10 years old, in year five. That's when kids were getting unsupervised internet access and they were watching porn and then they'd bring it to school and carry on about it. Eventually it became a way kids would bully each other because I was a kid. I didn't make that correlation. And also, I'm not a big person either. I'm about like five six five seven so you know getting into like being 13 when people were starting to learn about eating their meat and stuff and some of the kids were starting to have sex and stuff people were talking about it a lot and they were, you know when we were in year eight there were kids sending each other dick pics and stuff and you know they'd ask each other like oh you know how big how big your dick and I think everyone lied and then like as we got older it was sort of something everyone talked about and they'd all exaggerate because no one wanted anyone to know they had like a small dick and you'd get boys and lie and they'd be ridiculous. It's still a problem. Like, I sort of have like social disabilities. I struggled with finding partners and so I didn't start having sex until I was 18 and I had a partner who was like a bit more experienced than me, like was very supportive but as soon as like, you know, we'd stop, I'd put my underwear on because I didn't want her to see my penis when it wasn't hard. Like Everyone who I've been with and has seen it thinks it's awesome. Although I think the opposite. I'm quite sort of, I don't like it. I think people going, fuck, that's gross. What a, you know, he's a loser. Like, you know what I mean? Things like my muscles and stuff, I can help. But like, I don't want to be shamed about things I can't help. And, you know, something like my old fella is more of a private thing. I don't, you know, I am quite afraid of being shamed for that and people noticing. And yeah, well, I think also from, you know, being growing up around everyone sort of lying about what they were like, how big they were, also seeing them on the internet, like when you'd see in pornography and stuff, they were all, you know, these huge, perfect looking things. Where in reality, they're not like that. And that was something I was afraid of as well. I was in America at a hockey game one time and I went in, like I was busting for a piss and I went into the dunny. I remember there were like just a million blokes in there and they were like some of the scariest looking guys i would ever seen. And I thought, fuck, I'm not standing next to any of them. And I'd like wait for a stall and was quite, it feels embarrassing. Like also I don't want to stand next to someone and have them look over and, you know, it's awkward something we need to talk more about because it's kind of you know being a male teacher it's something you know I need to be careful when I talk about but like starting to be a tech teacher and at the moment I'm an Osh educator so out of school hours care I'm with like, a bit younger kids and they have asked me about things like that and like I didn't have an older brother or older cousin or anything I' talked to either and it wasn't really something my family talked about like as a kid I didn't feel comfortable going up and saying oh dad you know, asking about that, unless like I thought I had an infection or something. But even then, I'd go, I'd ask mum, because when I was a teenager, I thought you know, getting dad to check out an infection on my dick was gay, which was stupid. <laughs> even like I was afraid to go to the doctors and stuff about that thing because I didn't want it, stuff because I didn't want him to look at it.
1: First up, let's figure out what's going on here. Why is there such a cock forest happening on our screens? I called up Lauren Rose who's an author and a senior lecturer at the University of Melbourne, and she's an expert on all things sexuality and gender in the media, pop culture and politics – and she says that there are two major reasons as to why we're seeing lots of pain on screen.
0: The biggest one I think is streaming services. Streaming services aren't beholden to the kind of taste and presumed sensitivity issues that network television has historically been. So uh, and, and even film, you know, and the fact that you'll get a higher rating on a film to see a penis than you would if it was, if there wasn't one there. So and if you have a higher rating at a film showing at a cinema, you're Restricting the audience. Whereas if we're doing it on a streaming service, it doesn't matter. The other I think is pornography and the mainstreaming of pornography. We've really demystified uh, genitalia in the sense that most people now will have seen it a lot sooner than they would have. Okay, fair
1: play. That does make a lot of sense. Now, look, someone else who's going to help us out this episode is Dr. Chris Fox. He's a sex therapist with over a decade worth of knowledge through his research and PhD on how penis size affects body image. And what he found is that a stupid amount of people want a bigger dick.
2: So even in the research that I did a number of years ago, you know, something like 85% of men would change the size of their erect penis if they could.
1: So the big question is why and how can we normalise this shit to make people feel good about their size? Hold on, wait. Before we tackle that, though, I wanted to get a little refresher from Chris to give us a reminder of the data that we have on average length because sometimes people get this
2: slightly confused. We give the average size or the median size in a range. We say about 5.5 to 7 inches, about 14 to 17 centimetres is what we say is the average direct size. We don't worry about flaccent size because flaccid size is has greater variability.
1: And you know what? That's actually really interesting because that's where a lot of penis owners who spoke to us felt the most concern, their flaccid size. And it's not just making you self-conscious in the bedroom, it's affecting you in everyday situations.
2: So I'm definitely a grower, not a shower.
1: And while I'm happy with my penis size when I'm hard and my partners have been happy, I'm not so happy with my penis size when I'm soft. Um, like, I could never share in the change rooms after footy. I just felt like I was the only one with a small, flaccid penis. Um, but, I mean, you never see a small, flaccid penis in porn or in movies or TV shows. Like, they're always massive. They're always hung like a horse, I feel. Um, which, I guess, creates like a false um, expectation in men that. You know, if you have a small plus of penis, you're abnormal, which is definitely not the case. But I can see how other guys would feel that way.
2: I suppose growing up, especially once I started watching porn as a kid, that I was self-conscious about my size. I'd always been a grower more than a shower, I suppose you'd say. It's taken a few different partners to be telling me that it is a pretty decent size they enjoy it and it actually feels good for them
0: I guess it's kind of a porno thing you know because like you grow up watching all these guys with like huge massive schlongs being burnt up like against tiny women and you just look down and you're like damn only 15 centimeters like what am I going to do with this and you just it it gets into you you know like the whole mentality of like bigger is better and you just look at that girl that rejected you and you're like yeah like if, maybe if it was bigger she would just look at it and she would be stunned by the looks of it and it's like nah everyone knows that 15 is the norm but I'm willing to bat my ass that like it, there's not a single guy in the world that wouldn't mind having 2 centimeters more you know
2: I'd definitely be a more confident person if I was a shower I think porn and even film and TV these days can make it feel pretty inadequate. The idea of size still, still affects me to this day. I am currently in a new relationship and have been with my partner for a year, and I have had several incidences where my size was enough, and I saw what the results I could get out of it. But still, I somehow... Get mentally blocked when I think about it.
1: Can I just say though, it would not be an episode of the Hookup Podcast without mentioning TikTok. And I feel like this narrative of bigger equals better is kind of changing. I don't know about you, but like lately online, I've been seeing so much celebration of short kings, so many articles, tweets, and I don't know, I've been sensing a change in the wind, going as far as people starting to hate tall guys because they've gotten a bit smug after all these years. But also I've been seeing this online as well. A lot of love for average to little dicks. People on TikTok are especially onto this.
0: Guys, big
2: dicks are not good. Let's just stop living the lie. I got out of bed
1: because. So maybe the whole bigger is better narrative is about to change. Well, Dr. Chris definitely hopes so.
2: I'm hoping that that you know the the even the change in how what TikTok is and, and the way it's used will get across the message that bigger isn't necessarily better. That we don't you know penis owners don't have to have a long penis to to impress. And I think, you know, it would be interesting just to see what happens over the next few years as we try to get this message out, but then on the other side, Pip, we've been getting this message out for a very long time, and yet there are still guys who have issues around penis size.
1: He brings up a very valid point. After years of people insisting that size doesn't matter, why has this thought dug its heels into our collective minds?
2: We live in a society where we, we promote this idea of the large penis. We live in a society of larger is better, bigger muscles, run faster, swim faster, you know, the bigger the better. And, of course, this then translates to other body parts as well. But we have these messages that that a bigger dick is more satisfied. I think it's the lack of education, um, the way masculinity gets conflated to penis and penis size, and then there's teasing, you know, um, being different,
1: And being different is probably the worst thing you might go through as a kid. You know, that feeling of self-consciousness about size often roots at a really young age. Like we heard from Stephen, you know, it's really those formative years when you're figuring out your body and your sexuality and your identity. But that's not to say that you can't feel that same anxiety when you're older and you've figured your shit out.
2: And there are times when guys are are more likely to be worried about their penis size. Adolescence, um, you know, this is a key period of development in in our lives, adolescence, for for both both penis owners and vulva owners. It's a, a time where we want to know we're normal. But, you know, again, other times where it's an issue is when we're going to have sex for the first time or when we're having sex for the first time with a new partner, potentially. And, of course, I mean, the other thing that came through in the research that I've undertaken is that, you know, when guys are confronted with a larger penis. Last week I was at the pool. I swim frequently. And this guy, you know, I was getting changed. There's other guys getting changed. I looked over. And all I could say is his schlong was significantly much longer than what mine was. And suddenly... I felt inadequate. I'm a 50-year-old man. I'm comfortable with my erect size. I'm comfortable with my flaccid size. But suddenly I was confronted with, you know, this this penis that was, much of the mind. It was like, okay. And I sort of self-consciously wrapped a tail around me, walked in the showers, I had my shower. And when I came out, he'd gone. I was thinking, oh, thank God for that.
1: <laughs> so even if you, like literal sex therapist Dr. Chris Fox, are comfortable and confident in your size, the environment you're in can really change how you feel in an instant. And this self-consciousness can have a huge impact in your performance or your sexual confidence in the bedroom, but also, like we heard before, outside of it. Right. So how do we manage this size anxiety? Well, there's a few ways to do it. But Dr. Chris's number one tip is what we've been banging on about this whole episode. We've got to normalise it. Get it in your head that what you're feeling is what many other dudes are feeling at the same time. So you're in the same boat. So try not to worry.
2: First of all, it's knowing, you know, that penis, penis length isn't the be-all and end-all. And sometimes it's about a little bit of education can go a long way and acknowledging, you know, we, it, it's interesting how we selectively engage in various forms of media because we'll watch a movie or a TV show. We see a, dick, a large dick on, flaccid penis on screen and then we, we start personalising and it's because it has some connection to us that we choose to personalise. And I think a little bit of education can go a long way. know majority of men majority of penis owners have an average penis then you know we talk about how do we manage it well possibly we we call it positive rational acceptance just challenging our thoughts in a way so you know it's about normalizing i think um penis size you know in australia we're really great at hiding our naked body and i think if we could just normalize our body a little bit more i'm not advocating we expose penises people It's about appropriate exposure, but normalising the naked body a bit more instead of hiding it away would go a long way as well.
1: A bit of size education can definitely go a long way. And look, I'm going to bring Lauren Roseworn back in here too because we talked about how these massive schlongs that we see on TV and movies are... (laughs) Mostly prosthetic. Wait, hold on. Do people not know this? I thought this might have been common knowledge, but when I was speaking to Stephen, he was so shocked to find out that they weren't real. What? Yeah, like so many of them. But you know It's a prosthetic, yeah.
0: So they're using a... Jesus. Um, Couldn't look... I use a more realistic one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Either way, if you don't know this, I'm telling you now, these aren't real dicks. And... That should teach us something about the penises that we're seeing on screen, not reflecting reality. Thank you, Lauren. So take what you see with a grain of salt or like a whole salt shaker, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, back to Chris, because he's got some tips and tricks that you can use to big up yourself in the bedroom.
2: For guys who do do have a smaller than average penis or are really, really worried, doing things such as wearing cock rings can help push the, the genital package out. Um, cock rings you know that go around the whole genital package around the penis and the testicles help lift and push out you know guys that I spoke to the clipping of pubic hair helps as well plus
1: it's not all about the penis like i cannot stress this enough we know statistically that only a small small percentage of vulva owners climax from penetration
2: shifting that 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 mind frame around sex has to be penis and vagina and we start we kiss we suck we lick we play we finger we penetrate we orgasm we blow our load and we finish there is more than just the penis in vagina sex or, or even penis at anus sex you know we have tongues we have fingers i'm going to say we have noses as well we also have toes there's lots of things that we can use that create stimulation but it, it's also about you know i i think the big message is it's 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 about how you use it not what you've got but how you use it and again you know good oral sex you know a lot of vulvar owners do not climax. You said it, Pip. Don't climax through through penetrative sex.
1: So get that foreplay going. And as some of you said in our DMs, it's not the wand, it's the wizard. And trust and believe. We had so many hookup listeners in our DMs expressing this same thought. So all this chat about normalizing it, talking about it, reminding ourselves that we're good, worthy, and we just aren't defined or devalued by our penis size. It's one thing to say it, But to hear it straight from the source is a whole other thing. So if you are listening to this and you're still feeling insecure and self-conscious, here are some people who have sex with dicks to remind you that size does not matter. And that bigger isn't always better. I think the whole bigger the better is just a really outdated bandwagon. And it seems like even the average size penis is considered as nothing to be happy about because the thought process seems to be that the only good penis size is a large penis size. (laughs) I find it really difficult to enjoy it because it either hurts or they have to be mindful of how deep they're going, which just makes it feel like you can't really lose yourself in the moment or go really hard with each other because you have to stay conscious of not causing
0: pain the entire time. You
1: know, fair play to anyone who does love big dicks. I'm definitely not built for them and I will always just prefer a guy with an average size.
0: I've you know had a bit of a variety
1: and I would genuinely say I would much prefer average um, in size.
2: In terms of, you know, pleasure and having like a really good sexual experience, the really good ones like have had absolutely nothing to do with penis size. In fact, the more giving and uh, reciprocal and like the better technique has always come from men with smaller penises. <laughs> In my experience, yeah. And honestly, also the bigger the dick I've noticed, the more the pressure people have put on themselves to like perform as well. So that just makes for a tense time. So in all honesty, it's always been about technique. That's what makes
0: a good sexy time. And some really good sexy times have involved no penis at all. I slept with someone recently who apologized for being small before we started. Big, small, absolutely no need for apologies. He knew exactly where he wanted me, and how, and we both had a fantastic time. Frankly, I'd much prefer that than feeling like he might crack my ribs from the inside. I've also found that the bigger owners tend to just fuck without much regard for what I might be getting out of it.
1: So for me, size doesn't matter like at all because I think it's more about the emotional connection and the chemistry you have with someone rather than, you know, how big the dick is. I think as long as you continue to have open conversations with your sexual partner, you know, you can change the intensity or the speed or the action or the position or really whatever you need to, and that all plays a much bigger role than size. With size, I really don't think it matters. Like, I've had small guys make me come multiple times, but big guys not have a clue what they're doing just thinking that their size is gonna do all the work for them whereas i find smaller guys actually put in the effort full play guys full play might not be a priority for many people but honestly it makes the build look better and i think you can figure out the rest <laughs> thank you again to everyone who got in touch about this episode. So many passionate listeners got into our inbox about this topic and I really hope we've been able to ease your mind if you feel a little bit self-conscious about your schlong. Of course, as usual, if you have a love, sex or relationship dilemma of any kind, hit us up. You know you can find us on Instagram at triple J the hookup and you can email us at the hookup at triple J. Damn it! Oh, man, why every time? Dee's not even here. Okay, hold on one more time. (laughs) You can email us at thehookup at abc.net.au. There you go. You got it. All right, we'll catch you next week. Bye.